Welcome to Chapters of Motherhood. This is a weekly podcast about this hashtag mom life that is motherhood with all the struggles, chaos, and true blessings that come with the title mom. I am your host, Veronica. At 17 years old, I became a mom for the first time. And at 41, I had a water birth for my fifth baby. The goal of this podcast is to share with you my motherhood experience and hopefully help you realize that you are not alone in your own mom life journey. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, working mom, or a single mom, from potty training struggles, bedtime snuggles, and everything in between, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I share your frustrations and your joys. Every week is a different chapter of motherhood. Hi, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Chapters of Motherhood podcast. Today, we're joined by Samantha Davis, the owner of Mommy Made SoCal Brand. Welcome, Samantha. Great. Thank you so much for having me. I am very excited to connect with your community. I'm very excited for you to explain and and tell us all about it. But yeah, this this is exciting. It's an exciting topic for me. (laughs) without me doing too much or saying too much, please, Samantha, how are you? How have you been? Good, good. Definitely like everyone moving through the motions and figuring out (laughs) this whole motherhood thing and how to run a business. So um, it's really exciting to be able to come on and and share about what we do and uh, the experiences that we've had along the way too. So, um, so far, so good. (laughs) Okay, great. So why don't you start with telling us what is your motherhood um, story? Like, how did it all start? How did, tell us all about it. Definitely. It's, this is probably one of my favorite questions um, because it's really such a beautiful thing. What stems from or after having a baby? I feel like there's this burst of creative energy that comes um, even through the the tired and the sleepless nights and all of that, there's this need to create and I don't know, find joy again in, in something that's just yours. So anyway, I could go on that topic forever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, So for me personally, I um, have one daughter with my husband. Uh, She is going on five this year and uh, she was unplanned. Uh, We had, you know, just bought our home and we were really excited to start this new chapter. And you know, I think it was two months later, we were like, okay, we're doing this. We're having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so uh, we had our daughter. And then uh, four months later, after I had experienced placenta encapsulation and all of it, you know, all of, all of what it entailed, the process of it, um, you know, giving birth, um, all of those different things. I just was fascinated with this concept. And it was funny because I kind of always had been, I remember hearing about it back in high school. Um, I'm 32 now, so it, it had been a while, but I was really fascinated with the concept of what it could do. Didn't even know I really wanted to have kids, but I was like, you know, if I ever do get pregnant, I'm totally doing this. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I found a friend that lived up in the Bakersfield area. And she was encapsulating placentas. I, you know, trusted her, loved the brand, loved the company that she had just started. And so, you know, I was like, all right, we're doing this. And, you know, experienced it firsthand, you know, what it meant from someone picking up your placenta, you know, telling someone that you're keeping your placenta, all of those different mixed emotions. You're like, okay, like, I don't want to be judged. I don't want to 
you know, whatever, whatever else kind of comes to mind, but we did it. I did it and loved the experience. And from there, like I said, about four months later, I was like, what if we brought that same experience down to the SoCal area? So I connected with Julianne, which is the founder of the mommy made encapsulation brand. And she was amazing. She was like, let's do it. She was very excited to, to branch out in a way that I think wasn't even something that was top of mind. You know, it was like when you start a business, you don't think that people want to, you know, extend the branch or or almost like, you know, you're, you're inspired by the fact that people believe in what you're doing, I think is, is the bottom line. And so four months into postpartum, I was like, Hey, Mondo, my husband, let's start a business. (laughs) Something that we weren't, that was not our, our background. We don't have a background in entrepreneurship. You know, our, our parents to some extent, yes, but for the most part, it's, you know, you work a nine to five and that's what you do for X amount of years. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. I was going to say, is there, is there even a timeframe where that ends? Yeah. So, you know, we decided that we were going to go ahead and do this and we had a really great mentorship through Julianne and we did it. We, I had my support of my husband. We were working full time while also working to grow this business because it really felt like there wasn't access or easy access to this type of resource in our area. And you think, wow, Los Angeles, we're, we're in the Ontario area. Right. But you think, you know, Southern California, there has to be, there has to be people. Right. But as much as we were involved in educating ourselves around pregnancy and birth and all of that, I didn't really find anyone, let alone someone I connected with. Um, so I think that's what prompted the fact that we really felt like this could work because we were looking to bring that same level of transparency, that same level of care, just all around what the brand encompasses to the local community here. And having just given birth myself, and I'm sure you can relate as a mother, Mm -hmm. you're like inspired to share and do everything you can to support your fellow mother. (laughs) You're like, let me, if I can make this easier in any possible way, let me do it for you. So this was like our way to kind of give back, if you will. (laughs) Okay. That's great. Give us a little bit more information on the placenta, the consumption of it. So I know that in my experience, um, I, I waited until my fifth baby before I finally became holistic and, and really starting to question. Cause I, I didn't have very good experiences at all in birth in, in hospital births at all. And this last baby that I was having, I was just scared to death to see a doctor, to go to a hospital, to be checked, anything. I'm like, no one's touching me. I want, I want a midwife. I want a doula. I really started emerging myself into the business of having a baby, which is also a, um, documentary. Have you seen that documentary with, oh gosh, what is her name? Yes. Mm -hmm. I started, I've watched clips of it while I was pregnant and it was so impactful. Yes. Yes. Very impactful, very eye-opening, very empowering. And once I started getting emerged into it, I started realizing like, I don't like any of that. And I don't want any of that. And I was scared because I was already, I was going to be 41 by the time I had my fifth baby. And I was scared of getting depressed, getting the postpartum depression. And I had it with my second baby and I was just worried. That was just a worry of mine. And so I started really looking into placenta conception. And so I had the same thought. I'm like, okay, I want to do this. I'm not going to do it myself. I don't want to touch it first. (laughs) 
I feel you. Yep. <laughs> and so I'm used to hearing that doulas will come pick it up, take it for you and you know, prepare it and can even turn it into chocolate. I'm like, no, that's, I am. Um, I just want it in a little capsule that I can just swallow. <laughs> I've even heard of spaghetti. Spaghetti too. Spaghetti sauce, like like a, almost like a bolognese. Yeah. yeah, pretty intense. I'm like, oh, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's done, and I'm sure it's been done in over the centuries, and it's been fine. And we're just conditioned to think that that's gross, you know. But I I believe in the benefits. So for me, I took it in capsule forms, and I also have a tincture. And with the tincture, I noticed that when my baby was starting to have gastrointestinal problems, I gave her like a drop or two and it it helped. It helped her fast. Like, and, and I'm, and I'm talking about my older dog, not the, not the, well, actually I did it for both. I did it for both the baby and then the older one that she was two at the time. And it really helped them. And I'm like, okay, so this, this helps them. It helped their tummy. It helped their, the gas. It helped. Interesting. Um, it did. It helped a lot. And I moved to Idaho and I forgot my stuff in California, Oh, but it's still, it's, it's stored correctly. So Perfect. Yeah, I want to keep it. I definitely want to keep refilling it. I took my, my capsules and I felt wonderful. I felt energy. I felt, you know, it was my fifth baby. I was already 41. Yeah. I had a water birth with her and I felt incredible taking the placenta. And as soon as I ran out, I was like, I was like, Oh my gosh. Give me more. Yeah. So that's why I have that tincture. And I still have a pretty big piece of my own placenta already. Good. And so for me, it brought in my milk. It balanced my hormones. It, it, it really did help for me. So if you can just speak more on the benefits that you experience and how you want it to help other moms receive the same benefits. Absolutely. That I, you know, and just to touch on the fact that you did it with your fifth baby, I think that is incredible. It's an incredible testament to the power of your placenta because you have something to compare it to. I think when you don't, you're kind of like, oh, well, postpartum wasn't that bad or yeah, it was great. Or I didn't, you know, get X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, partially, or it could be due to the placenta bill. So Mm -hmm. I always love when moms have something to compare it to. I wish Every mom did it all the time, you know, for every pregnancy, but on one hand, it's nice that you can really, uh, tell the difference, tell the difference for yourself, you know? Yes. Yes. And, um, and I really could. Yes. That uh, it's beautiful. It gives me chills. I, I love those stories because your placenta is something your body made just for you. And it's a beautiful resource for a new mom, um, that, you know, more and more as, as we progress in our society and what we deem, you know, socially acceptable and all those types of things, I think it's becoming something that moms are like, yes, I have to do that. This is an important resource, just like a doula, just like a midwife, you know, I mean, maybe not as intense as (laughs) delivering an actual baby, (laughs) but, um, you know, it, it it is a resource. Mm -hmm. So as far as benefits right now, a majority of the, the, uh, there, there's very little research that's being put out there for a number of different reasons that I can go into. But what we, where we get a, a majority of our testimony from is, is it's all anecdotal. Um, mm-hmm. So we've got hundreds of moms that continually express to us how amazing their milk supply was, especially in comparison to previous pregnancies or, or postpartum experiences. You've got moms that energy is always the number one. They're like, I haven't slept and I have all of this energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got the more balanced hormone. So you, you don't have as intense of those 
emotional ups and downs. You know, you've got uh, things like uh, less in chance of postpartum depression because of increased iron levels, which help fight fatigue, which help fight postpartum depression. You've got, uh, let me think, I'm thinking of a couple off the top of my head. You've got all of the oxytocin in the placenta as well that helps the uterus contract and return to pre-pregnancy size. You've also got things like vitamin B6, vitamin B12, um, thyroid stimulating hormone, which will help your body return to pre-pregnancy size. Uh, So you've got that weight loss factor, which we all kind of love, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) After having a baby. Um, So lots of different things that moms have experienced. Um, But I would say just as a takeaway, the majority are going to be increased energy, increased milk supply, and then the lessened uh, chances of postpartum. You've got a lot of moms that have experienced postpartum uh, depression with other pregnancies or, or recoveries, and they haven't this time around. And they express to us how amazing their capsules are because they don't have to go through that again. That's probably the, I would say the biggest reason why we chose to do this is because you're already going through so much after having a baby, the, what your body goes through, what your relationship goes through the fact that you're solely responsible. Obviously, if you have a partner, you know, things are, are shared, but you feel this sense of sole responsibility for keeping this tiny little person or persons alive. Mm -hmm. And it's a daunting task. So having a resource or, or bringing a resource to the table that can help moms avoid things like postpartum depression is key. Just kind of some science to back what we do when you look at the body when it's pregnant. And th- this kind of helps people who think that like maybe placenta encapsulation is the placebo effect, which even if it is, that's amazing. Sure. Give me the placebo. True. I mean, <laughs> right? true. Yeah. Right. Right. But um, if you look at your body when you're pregnant, right? Your placenta takes over for your endocrine system. So all of those hormone producing organs go on like a a maternity leave, right? While you're pregnant. And once you deliver the baby, then the placenta comes out, the placenta and all of those hormones, all of that nutrients come out with it. It's not like it kind of leaves some behind. (laughs) So that comes out with it. So your body goes from say over the course of your pregnancy, your hormones increase to like a plus three. When you deliver your baby, you're at like a negative three. You're not even at ground zero. You are completely depleted. And it takes about six to eight weeks for your endocrine system to start to reboot itself. And for that uh, kind of normal hormone production to come back into play. And so the idea is that your placenta, when turned into capsules, you're able to take a, a daily regimen over the course of those few weeks to help your body sustain, restabilize as much as possible while your body comes back from that quote maternity leave. <laughs> okay. um, so there really is, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful organ full of hormones. You've got estrogen, progesterone, you've got prolactin, oxytocin, you've got tons of iron. Um, there's so many different components to the placenta that create a better experience physiologically, emotionally, when you're going through so much already. So, you know, you've got that type of science behind it that really, when you look at it, makes a lot of sense. And Mm -hmm. I know you've mentioned this before, but um, animal, you know, mammal consumption of the placenta, it's, it's such a, a dynamic concept too, because we think, oh, well, you know, it's to clean up the birth space. There's lots of different um, theories about 
why mammals consume their placenta, uh, mm-hmm. to clean up the birthplace, to avoid, you know, predators sniffing out the fact that they have little ones. But right. when you look at these mammals that have no predators that are kind of top of the food chain, they're mm-hmm. also doing this. Yes. So you have to, to agree that there is something to it that instinctually primal your, you know, as a mammal that you're kind of inclined to do. So it's a beautiful practice that I 100% believe in and uh, are just so excited to share with different communities the impact that it can have postpartum. Yes. And I think you, you mentioned something that's very important for, for people to understand when you are pregnant, you have those hormones and when you have the baby, it just, like you said, it depletes to negative mm-hmm. and those four to six, four to what is it like two to generally six to eight weeks is when okay. like that endocrine system will start to kind of come back to life. <laughs> right. And it takes a while. And that's the danger zone when you start yep. getting postpartum depression. When you should be happy. Oh, I'm so happy. This is the baby I've been wanting. I did everything for this baby. And you don't have those hormones to to support the mom correctly in order to Mm -hmm. care for the baby. And so, yeah, consuming your own placenta, getting those hormones back into your body, having that iron, all that is going to bring you back to help to help feel somewhat normal because I mean, it takes a while. Absolutely. Normal after (laughs) having a baby. At least a year. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If not more. Yeah, we're we're getting there. (laughs) Right, exactly. I'm I'm at five years. I'm almost there, I think, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it it is, it's amazing. I thought that the benefits were really, really beneficial, obviously, for me. Um, I wish I would have known about it a long time ago, you know, but when I found out, I spread the word. It's like, people, you need to know that this will help you. Yes, it sounds gross. But there's several different ways to eat it. I've heard people that right. that will cut it up and grill it and season it, and you just eat it yep. like that. <laughs> Which I'm we sure, actually, it, I'm sure that's a good way to do it, right? You know, I so there's lots of different theories. I'm glad okay. you you talked about this because, okay. like you said, placenta encapsulation or excuse me, placenta consumption. There's lots of different ways to do that, that are more modernized. Mm -hmm. Um, If you look at the traditional sense of placenta encapsulation, it dates back 5,000 plus years, right? It's part of traditional Chinese medicine. And when you look back at the original practice of it, it's steaming the placenta and then dehydrating the placenta to grind it up into a powder for capsules. And the reason that we as a brand function that way instead of all of these other different ways that you can do it is because of the precautions that we take for safety. So when you're steaming the placenta, you're heating it to specific temperatures, making it safe despite bacteria, viral infections to still consume. Because at the end of the day, that's what's going to matter most um, is making sure that it's safe to consume. And because, you know, after birth, whether it's in a hospital or a birth center or your home, there is potential for bacterial contamination. So you want to make sure that this is the safest route possible. Um, So with that heated temperature, it allows you to safely consume 
in addition to, like I mentioned earlier, having it in a capsule form allows you to daily, daily dose yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you're able to spread out the benefits of your placenta throughout the, you know, the next few weeks versus if you were to consume it straight after birth. Like I know there's things like smoothies, like I mentioned, the spaghetti sauce, there's lots of different ways. Like you mentioned grilling it. Um, you can, because essentially it's a consumable, it's a piece of meat, Mm -hmm. but, um, you're then ingesting a large amount of hormones all at once, which could also have some effect. Um, so the fact that you're spreading it out makes it last longer and gives you this kind of even keel over the course of the next few weeks. And we provide like a recommended dosage. So you have something to go off of. Um, Generally, we ask that you increase the dosage to like two capsules, three times a day is what we typically recommend for the first week. The following week, you less it by one. And then the following week after that, it's even lower. So you're gradually reducing the number of capsules so that uh, your body kind of starts to take over and it, and it can start to facilitate its own hormone production. And the beauty of your capsules, which I love that you touched on this with the tincture is that they never expire and they can be used for so many other things aside from postpartum. You've got, you know, when you start your first, you know, when you start your cycle again, Uh, Mm -hmm. If you go back to work, stressful life events, Mm -hmm. the components in the placenta really help stabilize all of those uh, emotions and feelings that are brought on by hormones. Love, gotta love those hormones. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) uh, So there's lots of different things that the placenta can be used for even after those first few weeks. So, okay. Let me ask you this. Now I saw on your Instagram which if anybody wants to look her up, it's called Mommy Made SoCal on Instagram. And I saw that you are tripled certified. What does that mean? Yes, great question. So um, for placenta encapsulation, it, the industry standard is to have a some sort of like OSHA bloodborne pathogen certification, um, and then a food handler's license. So what we do at Mommy Made, every specialist is certified through OSHA with handling bloodborne pathogens. Um, and that is updated annually, as well as a food handler's license through the County of San Bernardino, which is where we operate in addition to a placenta preparation uh, certification program called PBUI. And um, then we're obviously, we continue to be mentored by our certifying board. So that's the three certifications, the OSHA food handlers, and then the uh, placenta preparation. Okay. So I wouldn't, (laughs) it's kind of weird to hear the food handling, but I guess Ah, that's that's what it is because you're, you're consuming it, right? Right, exactly. Once it leaves the hospital, it's considered a consumable. So just like a piece of meat, just like um, a piece of meat. (laughs) Um, That's why. Exactly. Milk, you know, you Mm -hmm. need it. But I think as a brand, we decided to kind of take the industry to the next level. So we have taken the idea of placenta encapsulation, which feels very much like behind closed doors, like not something you share. It's, um, you know, people you can, sometimes there's like videos on YouTube, some strange things on there that, that can show a little bit of the process. But what we decided to do as a brand is eliminate that 
behind closed doors concept. So we record every single placenta encapsulation process. Um, We show you where it's being done, how it's being done. There's the label for each mom that follows every step of the process. And we put together a video for each mother to view herself. So she can feel um, like one, it was done in a clean and sanitary space. Two, that it's her placenta, because you can see, again, that name that follows each process. So really trying to eliminate the stigma of placenta encapsulation and make it feel like something that just naturally should be done. So when you say, right, like a food handler's license, like what we do as a brand is we have dedicated workspaces. Uh, We've got stainless steel uh, countertops. We've got food grade plastics. We use medical grade decontaminants, food grade sanitizers, and uh, strict, we have strict critical control points within our process to eliminate any type of confusion with the placenta, any type of uh, contamination and so forth. So it's a very sterile, very streamlined process that we use that has allowed us to encapsulate for over 15,000 mommies to date. So it's been a wild, wild ride. And we have really, I feel like, um, shifted the dynamic with placenta encapsulation and bringing it more in, bringing it more to light and becoming kind of like a household name, you know, mm-hmm. like this is what you do. Just like, mm-hmm. you know, a doula, just like, um, an OB, just like a midwife, like normalizing it. Normalizing um, so that's, mm-hmm, that's okay. probably the best word. <laughs> so if I'm hearing it correctly, you've taken the mystery out of it and provided full transparency. So it's, so we can see it's like, okay, that, that came from my body. That's my name. I recognize it because every placenta is unique, right? Mm-hmm. My understanding is pretty unique and you can tell um, whose is whose and right. some are beautiful. Some are not <laughs> some, some have more calcium in it. Some have a lot less. And, and I did understand that um, when you're pregnant and you get this heartburn, you really shouldn't consume um, Tums. Because it can, it can affect the placenta, right? Yes. I've never actually had someone understand that concept, right? The, the calcification of the placenta, um, can come from Tums. Um, it can also come, uh, after about 40 weeks, the placenta starts to calcify as well. But all that means is that, um, there, and I have a video on our platform too, um, is, you'll see white calcification on the maternal side of the placenta. So the placenta side that's attached to mom's uterus and it's not bad. It's, it's nothing is wrong with your placenta. Uh, But when it is encapsulated, those calcified pieces won't grind up. So they will be like hard chunks, but other than that, yeah, but it it really is interesting that the tons consumption um, for heartburn relief uh, does cause calcification. Yeah. Well, what I've learned is you, you take, papaya enzymes. So if anybody's Ooh, pregnant and yeah. you're having problems with <laughs> you know heartburn, you can take uh, papaya enzymes and it works just as fine and it's more natural. It's more organic. Yeah. Interesting. And I it remember having, affect. right. It doesn't affect the placenta. That's, mm-hmm. that's a really good tip. I remember having tons of heartburn just right before I found out I was pregnant. I was like, am mm-hmm. I just getting like, what's going on with me? <laughs> this mm-hmm. is weird. Um, but yeah, that's a great tip. I'll have to share that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, very interesting. And then, so right now you're a brand right now, you, you kind of, um, so yes. it's kind of, it's kind of like a franchise it's, it's your own branch. And right now you're just servicing Southern California, LA, Orange County, Riverside, San Diego. 
Uh, yes. So we're, so the way we like to describe it is we're a network of placenta encapsulation specialists that work under the mommy made brand that was founded by Julianne Corona up in Bakersfield. And we've got now about five to six locations nationwide. Um, but we are able to service nationwide through our UPS shipping contract. Oh, I and, was going to ask. Oh, okay. yes. We have hundreds of moms, um, a month that will encapsulate that way. So we send them out a really beautiful cooler shipping kit instructions, everything they need to know. They take that to the hospital, they freeze it, and then they ship it back to us. That's awesome. That is is. because there's a lot of people that just don't even know where to go, where to have, who to ask, how to do it. And if you can provide that, that is amazing. Yeah, we've definitely tried the, tried to make this or worked to make this um, the most easy and accessible form of encapsulation or the easiest way to find an encapsulator. So I own and operate the Southern California branch, which like you said, we service Los Angeles County, Orange County, and the Inland Empire. We don't go as far as San Diego um, because it does require, you know, picking up the placenta within a certain period of time and things like that. So um, just to facilitate transporting. Um, we've solidified those three counties, but like I said, we do ship nationwide. Okay. That's really good. Um, let me ask you this. So do you physically yourself go to the hospital or birth center? Like, yes, yes. So in the beginning in all this, so (laughs) I love it. I love it. The first, um, first two years, my husband and I did all of the collections, all of the encapsulating, we did everything while having a brand new baby and working full time. So it was quite the ride uh, until we found some pretty incredible people that have joined our team since that ha- either have found through working with us or have already had a passion for whether it's mother, you know, pregnancy, postpartum motherhood. So it's really incredible. The group of people that we have on board, they're definitely my dream team, but we have a, uh, we have about four different transporters now that do the physical collecting of the placentas. And we have two encapsulators, um, which do all of the actual encapsulating of the placenta. And then we have an admin team that takes care of all of the reservations, answering questions, because we are on call 24-7, 365 days a year, uh, mm. because babies don't wait. Yeah. They're <laughs> they born, don't they're born they don't on, wait. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're born on New Year's. They're born on Christmas. They're born they on don't Valentine's Day. Any holidays no. or anniversaries. No. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So we definitely have built a team that's flexible and able to work in that capacity. But what was your question? (laughs) Because I think I didn't answer. Oh, Oh, um, I wanted one like quick little story because I I just think they're they're interesting. Yes. (laughs) So basically um, what it looks like is we, the mom will reach out to us and let us know she's in labor. And, uh, we will put her on an on-call list and we're actively, you know, involved in, in her experience. We're available for questions, concerns. She knows that we're virtually by her side the whole time. (laughs) And, um, so when she has the baby and then the placenta comes out, the hospital will give her the placenta back. Uh, so they'll release it directly to the patient. And then the patient contacts us again and says, hi, I have my placenta. And then we head out my favorite story. I think, and it's not even, nothing is, is too dramatic when we do, you know, collections uh, we're, we're in and out fairly quickly. Um, but I had one mom, this is probably our second year in business. So I head out, it was Kaiser Fontana. I head out to the hospital. 
I had up to labor and delivery pre COVID. Now there's lots of different restrictions. Um, but I head up to the room and mom is getting sewed up spread Eagle, just right there on the table. (laughs) And it was, and she's like, the placenta's right there. There you go. Thank you so much. (laughs) I appreciate it. I was definitely at first I was like, Oh, should I be in here? Oh no. Uh, Did I do something wrong? Oh no. And she was so just sweet and kind, like nothing was going on. And it was one of those aha moments where I was like, this is a beautiful experience for a transporter to have insight into Mm -hmm. because this is the most raw and real experience any parent, any woman will have to give mm-hmm. birth, you know, to give birth to a baby is, is the most transformative mm-hmm. and to have a first, you know, a, a front row seat to that mm-hmm. is pretty incredible and pretty special. So uh, after the shock of, well, what, what just happened? <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, wow, women trust us to, like I said, have a front <laughs> row seat to oh this experience. You're fine. You're fine. No, no, I was like, wait, Oh no. Should I talk? Should I stop? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, that was uh, a really beautiful moment for, for me as funny as it sounds. Um, but really has allowed me to, to convey that same idea to anyone that comes on board, especially our transporters that you get, you know, a firsthand look at that first hour. Most of the time that a parent has or that a family is experiencing with their newest addition. So yes. it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I can only imagine how special that must be because yeah, that's that golden hour where they're just, where you're just so like, Oh my gosh, I did it. I'm out of, right? I got my baby. I got my prize. <laughs> you know, yep. you're open, they're sewing, they're doing things down there. And you're like, yeah, the placenta's over there I... somewhere. Find it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) But I do. I love birth. I love pregnancy. I love birth. And finding out about placenta consumption was something that was very eye opening for me. And like I said, as soon as I found out, I started spreading the word. And I started telling um, my cousins that because at for some reason, I don't know what was going on in my family. I I have I maybe we decided that we didn't like TV during a year. (laughs) But everybody was pregnant. Dream. Oh my gosh, I love it. Five years ago when I when I was pregnant <laughs> with my last baby, all my cousins were pregnant, their wives were pregnant. We were all pregnant. We had like nine <laughs> kids in one year. Wow. Yeah. I think it was nine. Or was That's it nine amazing. Girls? It was a lot. It was <laughs> it was I think it was girls? might have been it might have been nine girls and three boys. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Even it more. Was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, so yeah, I told everybody and they're like, uh, no, right. (laughs) Exactly. It's for some people. It's not for some. So I have a lot of moms too, that are like, I don't want to see the video. I don't want to see it. I just, just give me my capsules. Just give me my pills. (laughs) Give me my pills. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I mean, it, it, it helps out. So what is wellness Wednesday? Oh, wellness Wednesday. That's a new segment we have. Uh, we just started this year and my team, we have a Spanish translation and an English version, uh, that, that my team puts together. So they'll record topics that range from, you know, IVF, pregnancy, postpartum, um, just things for things, things regarding being a woman that relate to wellness. Um, so there's a variety of different topics we have on the books, but I'm really excited to kind of extend the knowledge of 
or, or the scope of knowledge of pregnancy and postpartum specifically, because as much as I've been involved in pregnancy and, and birth and placentas, there's still so much information out there that people don't know and mm. that doctors um, aren't necessarily providing either or, or your health. Well, they're not provider. trained. They're not trained either. Exactly. They don't know the information either, but yeah. And then if it's, they don't know it, it's like, it doesn't exist. If, you know, <laughs> if I don't know it, it doesn't exist. I love that. You it's know, not a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they, they're missing some education when it comes mm-hmm. to birth birthing, because it's, it's not so much medical as it is natural, you know, right. So- right. Like this is just what happens to your body. I was actually talking to a woman because we, we follow up, um, post delivery of the capsules to just check in, see how mom's doing. If she has questions, do we need to talk through dosage? And so we get to connect with them, you know, anywhere from three to six weeks postpartum. And sometimes they're like, you know, issues with, uh, bleeding or issues with milk or issues with, um, whatever the case may be. And really having to dive deep with them into the fact that your body has just gone through a huge trauma, you know, Mm -hmm. as much as we think, Mm -hmm. oh, giving birth, it's a very natural thing. And we're, you know, our bodies are meant to do it, but it is just innately a trauma to the body and doctors aren't going through, even at that six week visit, it's, you know, it's a check, it's a checklist. Okay. Are you feeling this? Are you doing this? It's not really like a deep dive into what's happening hormonally, what's happening emotionally, physiologically, you know, So, um, it's great to be able to fuse those connections with them. Like, look at what your placenta has provided, look at what you're going through. So yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible what women haven't been told or don't know about what's happening in their own body. So it's our attempt at spreading a little bit of, of awareness (laughs) or education, um, through our online platform. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that and I'm like, okay, well, what is it? I got to make sure to ask (laughs) so that we get the information out to everybody. Um, Can you speak on, on this? I don't know if you would have experience or if you, if you know about this, but nowadays, you know, when you have a baby, they want to immediately clip off that umbilical cord and it's backwards because you should be letting all the blood transfer onto the baby and not cut it or clamp it until it's white. Right. So have you seen the difference? Like, do you know when a placenta has been drained of its blood to the baby versus when it's been cut off? Absolutely. And every time we see a full cord with blood, it's kind of one of those Oh, that's like, right. It's like disheartening a little bit because when, so, okay. So when they cut the cord prematurely, you can see that the, the umbilical cord that's left attached to the placenta is kind of more purple tinge. Like you can see the blood go through the veins. Mm -hmm. Um, so when we get the placenta and we remove the cord from the placenta, to create, we create this really beautiful keepsake for mom of the cord. And there will be tons of blood that will gush out from the cord and we'll kind of like, um, like squeegee it out to remove whatever is left. And sometimes there are cords that are full of blood, but delayed cord clamping is something that we always, always recommend because it's, and I don't know the percentage uh, or the ratio, but it provides so much of the baby's blood content for life just right. from letting the cord pulse a matter of like five extra minutes. Like it's yeah. not even 
a long time. Like you don't have to sit there attached for hours. Mm-hmm. It can just be, you it know, anywhere from minutes, yeah. exactly. It could be three minutes. It right. could be just anything to let that cord um, finish pulsating. But I think because in a hospital setting, you're, the doctors are very rushed. Everything mm-hmm. happens very quickly. They want to get the baby out, cleaned up, you cleaned up, stitched up whatever the case may be. Um, And I'm sure in some cases, if there's emergencies or hemorrhaging or things like that, I can see the incentive to to rush things. Uh, But for the most part, it's really important to advocate yourself in hospital or have someone that can advocate for you even better, uh, like a partner or a doula, so that they can make sure to pay attention to things like that. Because you're busy with your baby. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about, wait, don't cut the cord. Hold on. You know, you're yeah. like, no, I just, like you said, you have this bliss that you're going through this baby bliss of here's my prize. Here's my little one. Um, so having someone that can advocate that for you, uh, even if it's a nurse, you know, is really, really important in my opinion. And there's mm-hmm. tons of research coming out now that is prompting doctors to do more of that. So you'll mm-hmm. see it as a more regular practice versus before it was like, wait, what you want me to do? What? <laughs> yeah. You know, they, yeah. it's like, don't interfere with what I'm doing. I'm trying to help. Right. You. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. But I, I do believe it's 30%. It's a third of right, the baby's a third. blood. That's is what it in is. The placenta and they clamp it off. And right? like, no, let no, no, no. Baby needs that blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. And you know, it's funny because that brings up a good point. Um, one of the things that we try to educate our clients about is, uh, advocacy. So with placenta encapsulation, you know, it's like you said it, when it's not a normal thing, like delayed coil clamping or whatever you choose to do as a part of your birth plan. And it's not a regular practice. You do have to come empowered to advocate Mm -hmm. for yourself and know that this is your, I tell mommies, this is your show. This is, we, we work around you. We, you are being employed by you, whether it's, you know, paying through insurance for the hospital stay, for the services of the healthcare provider, whatever the case is, if you, you know, are paying a midwife to deliver your baby, you are running the show and you get to choose what happens to your body and your baby. So it's just really important, I think, to also spread that awareness and, and empower mommies to feel that way because we often feel intimidated or mm-hmm. like, Oh, I don't know, or we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, even if it's just asking, even if it's just talking to someone about it, you know, that's your, that's your right to do, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and I think that is key is that we got to help people or moms. Well, people because moms and dads to yes. be empowered. Like this is your baby. This is your right. experience. You know, we're here for you. And right. Yeah, the doctor's there, like we're here for a job. Yeah. I got it. I got what your job is, but you're actually here for me. Right. Like I'm the exactly. job. And you're I'm the job. What I want. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yes. I am the job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, very important to um, help empower people, not just moms, but dads as well, because right. sometimes dads will be thinking like, well, I got to take the doctor's side because my wife doesn't know what she's thinking. <laughs> so right. we need to educate dads too. Yes. Oh, I love when partners are supportive. Oh, that is some of the most, those are, oh, I love, I'm jealous of those because we did the dads are like, either they'll sign up for the mom or they'll call and ask questions, you know, oh, I'm doing this for my partner. And it's incredible when you have support, Mm -hmm. you know, especially for something that's like, I don't know, maybe he really doesn't think, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's important to have that support. 
So can you just uh, give us a quick rundown, like from beginning to end, what your services are, how you provide them? Obviously, it's, you know, encapsulation, encapsulation. And then you mentioned something about a keepsake. Yes. So from start to finish, um, we provide a service that I think is unmatched to any encapsulation company uh, nationwide because of the advocacy that we provide and just the level of customer service we have, like I said before, 24 uh, seven staff. So someone's always available for you, uh, which I think is a really, really great thing when it comes to something like this, because it's not easily Googleable <laughs> mm-hmm. or it's not, <laughs> um, you know, it's like, wait, what? So you, you don't type someone... it into maps and be like, right. Hey, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Um, So that's a really important part of what we do. But basically, moms will reach out to us. Um, We have a number of different ways to reach out to us. And they'll let us know, hey, this is where I'm delivering. I'd like more information. And we send them all of the, we have a basic information template of the process, the benefits, uh, why it's safe, when it's not safe, um, all of the different kind of scope of, of questions that you could possibly ask. We include it there as well as a reservation form. So the reservation form is a super quick and easy form that you can fill out straight from your phone. And once we receive it, we'll reach out to you and a team member will give you a call to review your order, any questions you have and solidify that. And there is a deposit that's due in order for us to be on call for you so that anytime baby arrives, whether it's on your due date or before or after, we are readily available to pick up your placenta whenever you have it. And then uh, from there, we wait for the big day. And once they're in labor, they contact our birth line. And then once they have the placenta, they'll contact us again. And that's when we dispatch a transporter out to come collect it. And once we have it, we label it, we take it back to our facility for storage, or it's processed the same day, depending, you know, like I said, if it's a a. 3am pickup, we're not encapsulating at Mm 3am, but, (laughs) but it is stored for the next day. So the process entails us labeling, like I said, labeling the placenta, it's flash steamed, then it's dehydrated. And between those two processes, there's uh, a few cleaning um, situations that happen to ensure there's no cross-contamination from the originally, uh, the original handled placenta and then the steamed or the dehydration portion. And then uh, we use medical grade decontaminants, like I mentioned earlier, food grade sanitizers to disinfect the workspaces, all of the used equipment, uh, anything that's disposable, uh, we definitely use as a precaution for any of our processes. And uh, then the placenta is ground up and it's placed into capsules. We have a handful of different flavors. So you could literally be taking a bubblegum flavored placenta pill. Who doesn't want that? <laughs> how, how do you how do you incorporate the flavor? Because I didn't have flavor. <laughs> so right, because most of the capsules are just like a gelatin base, you know, right. vegan or a vegan capsule. Right, um, so we've vegan. got two options. So we have that vegan option, which is a clear, you know, no flavor, and then we have gelatin capsules. So the gelatin capsules we use are from a from Capsuline. So it's a company that uses high grade ingredients to create the capsules, but they have different flavors. So there's strawberry right now we have strawberry, berry, and I believe bubble gum due to the lovely supply chain issues. We're having issues with the other flavors at the moment. Right. (laughs) I mean, any flavor would have been great. Would have been great, right? Mine was vegan. And Uh after a while it started to smell a little bit and I'm like, oh Oh. gosh, it it smells (laughs) 
What did it smell like? Bad. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, they shouldn't smell bad. Well, that's she, for sure. She did tell me because it was the vegan, vegan? Um, pill. Eventually it'll start like to degrade a little bit and it'll start smelling oh. a bit. So I, I was like on that eight week program where it's like, you have to finish by eight right. weeks. Oh, re- she told you you had to finish by eight weeks. Right. That's, that's oh. what I was told. Yeah. Interesting. So for us, we just give you a regimen that typically lasts, again, it depends on your placenta because they're all different sizes. And so they'll yield a different amount of capsules. But if you finish that regimen and you feel great and you feel supported and you're like on track, you can save capsules um, Mm -hmm. for, you know, uh, the future in our training. And I haven't experienced this yet. But in our training, it does mention that moms that are going through menopause can actually take Mm -hmm. some of their capsules or tinctures or things like that to support them there hormonally. Right. But that's um, why I held on to mine. I'm like, oh, I'm pretty soon, you know, my my family history right around 50. Uh-huh. We start going into menopause. So I, I wanted to hold on to, I'm like, I'm 41, I'm, I'm 46 now. So I want to hold on to my placenta because I'm worried about that too. It's like, oh, the hormones, yeah. <laughs> menopause. Love those hormones. Women, being a woman <laughs> is so wonderful. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> it is. This is just something I'm going to put up with, but it mm-hmm. is. <laughs> well, I love that you have your placenta. I'm actually, I'm, I mean, you know, I, I'd be really curious to to hear about how that goes because I haven't, like I said, had any clients quite yet go through, you know, menopause mm-hmm. um, because we've only been in business for five years. But um, I'm really interested to to hear a testimony from that because, I mean, it just makes sense. It makes so much sense mm-hmm. that it would benefit or that you would benefit from it. So. I'm curious about that one, but, um, so anyway, we have the flavored capsule options. And then once it's packaged, the video is compiled for you. And then we have a transporter that hand delivers them. Or if you're outside of a certain area, then we'll ship them back to you as well. So it's a very streamlined, really easy process. We've got tons of different testimonies and Yelp reviews that I always encourage moms to reach out to because you can see firsthand moms talking about the energy, talking about the ease of the process, kind of um, subsiding any of those hesitations that you might have from women that are actually or have actually gone through it. You know, I think Mm -hmm. that's, that's a strong component of what we do is making sure that you hear it from people other than us. Obviously I advocate for it. Obviously I love it. And so does my team, Mm -hmm. but hearing it from a random stranger sometimes Mm -hmm. holds more value. You know, like, Oh, okay. Yes. It really does. It's confirmation. It's like, (laughs) okay, I know what I'm feeling now. They're confirming that this is right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So yeah, it's a very easy process. We do have, so the add-ons that you mentioned, so we have an umbilical cord keepsake, which is probably added to every package that we offer. Um, moms really love it. It's a beautiful heart shaped. It's your umbilical cord removed Mm -hmm. from your placenta and it's, uh, dehydrated into the shape of a heart. And then it's gold dipped for you and put into a really special keepsake box so that, you know, you kind of keep it tucked away (laughs) Uh, or you can frame it in a shadow box or things like that. But yeah, that's always moms are like, I'm so touched by the keepsake because it's, it's a way to hold on to that idea of your baby's first home. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you were the same, but like Mm -hmm. when the 
um, when the umbilical cord falls off, you know, a lot of moms will save that piece. Yeah. You you keep it. Uh (laughs) Right. So this is like a more, um, aesthetically pleasing way of saving it. (laughs) True. I mean, yeah, it looks a lot nicer because I, I do have a little keepsake of the placenta and, uh, I'm sorry, the cord and Uh it it was shaped into a heart and I have it somewhere like stored. I'm like, Oh, I want to put it in a shadow box with like one of the baby, the, the baby clothes that she wore coming home, things like that. But yeah. And it's like, this is so much more prettier than that little stub that you kind of have to fish for it and find it and hold it. So in the, where do I do, what do I do with this? Where do I put it? Yeah. Later you're like, what, what was this again? Yeah. (laughs) So we offer, we offer that, which is our favorite, but then you can actually step that up and a notch. And we have paintings that we offer of the placenta. And I know some people are like, oh, well, that's like too, that that's like extreme, but it's actually really, really pretty. I wish I had have done it Um, because you can choose all types of different colors. And the, the more unique color combos, I think the better. Um, there's also, we do a lot of rainbow prints with moms that are having their rainbow baby. So that's oh, always really special. Um, but we use a food grade dye to like essentially paint the placenta and then imprint it onto watercolor paper. And then that's what they can frame or, you know, do something with um, in baby's room or just, you know, as another keepsake. Mm-hmm. So those are the two upgrades that we do offer. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. When, when you have those keepsakes, I, I actually got one too, but my girl just did a print. I don't of the think blood, it, the blood yeah, print, just the print. Yeah. Just the blood print, which is also, it was very, really beautiful. Still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice to have because like, like you just mentioned, it's like, that's the baby's first home. Like yes. that's what your body did. Like your body yes. is so incredible. This is what it did. And you should, or it's not, I would. Right. It's a personal to, thing. Sometimes yeah, I would want to <laughs> like honor it. that. Right. Right. I feel it, the yes. same way. Yeah. Right. And, and exactly. You get people like that. And then you get the others that are like, no, I just give me the pills. I don't even want to look at it. It's just a pill like any other pill. And I don't want exactly. to know where it came from. <laughs> just mix it with my other vitamins. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. You get a range. But it's pills. amazing. It, it, the benefits are amazing. And I do recommend it to, to people who anybody is willing, anybody who's willing to listen to me, I'll recommend it. I love it. Same. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Samantha. I Think, um, think that this is a lot of help, a lot of information for people that were maybe even on the fence, maybe didn't even hear about it, maybe heard about it and thought not for me. And maybe with this information, they'll be more open to consuming your placenta. Trying something different, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it doesn't work, check it, but it, it works. Right. It works. <laughs> I think it works. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like you said, and you get one shot at it. It's not like mm-hmm. something you can go back to, you know? And mm-hmm. so I always say, if you're on the fence about it, do it that way you have them. And if it's mm-hmm. something that you do decide you don't want to, then you just, like you said, you check them. <laughs> yeah. Or like you said, you can, you can hold on to them. It doesn't really expire. You just stick it nope. in the freezer. 
exactly. and it doesn't expire. So yeah, you can hold on to it for the next baby or the next time you're having hormonal issues, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I even have moms. Um, I, I did it myself too, where you can mix a capsule or two in like some coconut oil for baby eczema or oh. things like that. So it's, yeah, it's, or scarring, like once C-section scarring has healed yeah. to a certain point and it's not an open wound, um, you can rub some of that on the scarring because you've got all of the stem cells from the amniotic yes. sac inside of that, that powder, um, which can help speed up healing and recovery. So oh gosh, it's incredible. I never even thought about that, but yeah, that is a great idea. That is a great <laughs> so idea. many things. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Samantha. Um, where can our listeners find you? What is your social media? Yes, absolutely. So you can find our branch mommy made SoCal, uh, at MME underscore Southern California. And, um, you can also visit our website, www.mommymadeencapsulation.com for a list of information regarding our founder shipping options and all of our various locations nationwide. Nationwide. Yes. And I'll definitely <laughs> link everything in the show notes uh, for sure. I'm going to link everything in the show notes. If anybody's interested. Beautiful. Thank you so much for allowing me to chat about my favorite subject. (laughs) Thank you for making the time for me. Yes. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did share it with a mom friend. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to chapters of motherhood podcast. You can rate and review on Apple podcast. You can leave me a voicemail message on anchor FM. Also, Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Chapters of Motherhood or Twitter at Mother Podcaster. Thank you so much for listening. I am your host, Veronica. Tune in each week to find your chapter of motherhood.